So I don't really want to pay attention to that. <laughs> I just want to talk about what happened. Okay. What happened? Um, I think the, uh, the nap by the fire messed with me. Hey, this is Katie. And this is Ben. And this is The Afterglow. All right, welcome back to The Afterglow. Hope you guys enjoyed the prayer of serenity. Hope you guys got some reps trying that. Today, we're going to be doing the prayer of examine. So Katie, why don't you tell us what is the prayer of examine? Yeah, so the prayer of examine um, was really developed by Ignatius of Loyola back in the 1500s. Um, he's the founder of the Jesuits. And the daily examine is a technique really of a prayerful reflection. It's a prayer meets reflection of the events of your day. And you do it at the end of the day. And it's really the purpose is to detect God's presence in your life. So, Katie, how do we do the prayer of examine? What are what are the steps that go into the prayer of examine? Yeah, so there's six steps. And again, the idea is that you do it at the end of the day. So instead of whatevering on your phone, just put it away and do this instead. Um, realistically, it can take 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and it's meant to be done alone. So, you know. Yeah, so that's not what we just did. <laughs> yeah, but it's meant to be done alone. Yeah, so the first step, I'm just going to say the six steps and then I'll, I'll circle yeah, back great. to them. Great. So yeah. step one is to give yourself a moment to be still and quiet. Step two is to review the day with gratitude. Step three is to pay attention to your emotions. Step four is to confess where you fell short. Step five is to choose one feature of the day and pray from it. And step six is to look toward tomorrow. So six steps. Um, so step one, you know, you give yourself a moment to be still and quiet. So really just becoming aware of God's presence, you know, and the way I do that is to just literally acknowledge the fact that he's there. Yeah. I'm just like, I am here. And so is God. Yeah. One of the ways that uh, my roommate and I last semester, it's like, we would just like point to an empty chair and just be like, Jesus. Like, yeah, it just gives us an opportunity to say that is something that could represent the presence of Jesus. Yeah. I have a friend who um, lights a candle. Yeah. You know, like this is the presence of the spirit, you know. So does that get into some weird like idol worship kind of stuff? I, I mean, I don't whatever you need. man. <laughs> you know, the reality is, is that God is here. We just yeah. can't see him. So right? you're not praying to the candle no, as if it's like an idol, but it's just acknowledging. So, OK. Yeah. So just you're looking, you know, so you become aware of God's presence and look back at the events of your day just in the company of the Holy Spirit. So ask God to bring you clarity and understanding and really pay attention to when you are aware of God's presence mm. and when you sensed his absence. Cool. So that's step one. Step two, you're reviewing the day with gratitude. So you walk through your day in the presence of God and you notice joys and delights. So you focus on the gifts, the little things, the people that you interacted with. What did they give you? Mm. What did you give them? Um, the conversations that you had, the work that you did, um, pay attention to the small things. You know, God is in the details. When you say like the things that people gave you or you gave them, like what does that mean? Yeah, I don't mean actual tangible. Maybe it is. Maybe the blessing. Maybe somebody of food. walked up and gave me. Yeah, maybe you did. Maybe, maybe someone maybe gave you a meal. Maybe yeah. someone gave you a, a verbal blessing. Yeah. Maybe someone gave you the the presence of comfort. Yeah. Of belonging. You know. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe someone gave you truth that you needed to hear. Mm. Maybe you gave them laughter yeah. and joy. Yeah. You know, it could be anything, right? That's great. So three is pay attention to your emotions. So one of um, Ignatius's great insights was that we detect the presence of the spirit of God and the movements of our emotions. The so movements the of shifting our from one feeling to another, huh. you know, so that's just reflect on the feelings you experience during the day. And I find that, it's really helpful to just stop and name the feelings out loud. It's really easy to just like talk and go in circles all about how we feel. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I feel lonely. Yeah. I feel frustrated. I feel peaceful. Well, uh, that's yeah, really interesting. The movement of the emotions, because, you know, we just did this exercise and like that was something that stuck out to me mm-hmm. is that I was having a negative feeling. But then I noticed how it became a positive feeling Mm -hmm. and the movement from that. It's like in the kind of the emptiness that I was, you know, feeling earlier, then that's when God inserted an opportunity for me to have a conversation with a friend that then brought me to a place of, you know, God speaking through my friend truth into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. That movement is interesting. So really, you just pay attention to the things that gave you life, the things that drained you. When did you feel alive? When did Mm -hmm. you feel troubled? You know, so you're paying attention to your emotions, right? Step four. Um, is really God will most likely show you ways that you fell short. So it's a, it's just a time of confession, taking note of your sins and faults. When did you resist or avoid God? Resist or avoid God. What does that look like when someone does that? I mean, I know what it looks like when I do it. <laughs> it's God saying, apologize to your husband right now and stop being such a jerk. And I say, I don't think so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like it could be an opportunity even to step into something positive that you're like, eh, I'm not really feeling that right now. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of avoid that opportunity. That I'm going to be lazy you. instead. Yeah. Yeah. So not, I think it looks different. Step into discomfort. Yeah. It looks different for everyone, right? Um, so you confess that and then you allow the spirit to just bring you grace and wholeness Hmm. and forgiveness. Step five. um, This one I think is fun. It's choosing one feature of the day and pray from it. So this is where it can get a little wild because you just go out on a limb and trust that the Holy spirit is going to immediately bring to mind what needs to be brought to mind. And I have found for me, it tends to be the first thing that comes to my mind and it might be totally random and it's Hmm. not the most significant thing in my mind. It's something random like a nap. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and we'll talk about that here in a second, but that's exactly what happened. It's like the first thing that popped out to me was like this nap. <laughs> and then I'm like in my mind trying to like shift my mind to these other things that you Surely would think would be. Surely it's not that. It can't be the nap. You right. know what I mean? It's like this awesome conversation, this, you know, all these things that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm excited about that God's doing, but it's like, no, the nap. That's the thing. <laughs> so really, this is, I, I find step five is an exercise of trust. It's saying, huh. Holy Spirit. Show me what you want me to see from my day and just go with it. Just trust it and just go with it and see what happens. And out of that, you pray from it. So something that just is spontaneously comes out of you, it could be intercession. It could be, you know, gratitude, whatever it is. You Mm -hmm. just pray from that moment. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's something that's honestly hard for me coming from my background. It's like sensing the spirit to point me in a specific direction. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, how do I know that that's what God actually wants me to pray for versus like my own just human flesh emotions, like pointing me in the wrong direction. Well, at the end of the day, it's the day that you lived and a prayer is coming out of it. So let's say you, you, you focus on the wrong thing and you pray out of that. Oh, I don't gosh. think God's going to get God mad. God forbid. Yeah, we say it like that. Katie, about dang. something else that you, quote unquote, shouldn't have been praying for. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you really can't mess this up. Is there any risk of me like assigning like 
this is what God put on my heart if it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, what if it was just me? How do you know if he did or didn't? So how can you just as easily say God did not put that on your heart? You know, and yeah. if you don't want, you know, that sounds very Christian-y. God put this on my heart. I'm spirited. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. At the end of the day, it's the first thing that came to your mind. Immediately after, you literally prayed the words, Holy Spirit, put something in my mind. And we're going to trust that it wasn't that. I mean, why not? And, and just, yeah, well, again, we'll talk about this in a second. But it's like when I did go with it and just went with the nap, it was like an incredibly impactful experience way beyond anything that I would have expected. Right. And it's like... Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm still blown away by, mm-hmm. yeah, the impact that this prayer had on me. So the last step is look toward tomorrow. So this is where you just ask God to give you light for tomorrow's challenges. Um, pay attention to the feelings that you might feel as you look at tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, um, and allow those feelings to turn into prayer. How will you structure your day in light of God's presence? How will you live attentively to God tomorrow? And then you close in prayer with that. Mm. Yeah. And again, like guys, we'll have Katie doing an example of this where literally you can just push play and she will lead you through it. So you don't have to remember all those. And we're also attaching a PDF that'll have these listed out so that you can you know read through this. They don't feel like you have to remember her saying this right now. And really the best thing to do, I think, so that you don't have a device is to print it and mm. just leave it by your bed. Yeah. And then at night, it's literally sitting right there. Because, yeah, I think as we think through like some of the benefits of the prayer of examine. Like, especially in that space right before you go to bed. I've just noticed in my life, the things that I do right when I wake up and the things that I do right before I go to bed seem to have like the biggest the impact stick. on my, on my, yeah, on my mm-hmm. days, which, you know, turns into like just my state of mind, you know, for longer periods of time. And so it's like, if I did this exercise before I went to bed, <laughs> instead of like flipping through Instagram or like, you know, even just checking ESPN or whatever, like watching a show on Disney plus or something like that. It's like, I just think my mindset going to sleep at night would be completely different. And the reality is why not just try it a week. Yeah. See what happens. Right. Why, why do you think people don't the do things like this? Habitual laziness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it's anything other than that. We could assign motives like, Oh, you're trying to avoid this or that. Yeah, yeah. I think we're just lazy and uh, it's really easy to numb out on something else. Yeah. So why not try it? Yeah. Just trying to step into it. So yeah. we've explained how to do it. Now let's talk about what it was like for you. What happened? Um, I think the, uh, the nap by the fire messed with me. So I just didn't anticipate, uh, yeah, that to be a significant thing. So what was significant about it for you? Like I I didn't realize how much I needed it. Um, yeah, I mean just that image of I'm in a living room surrounded by, you know, it's not the environment that you would normally take a nap. It's like there's kids messing around and Katie's reading them a book and, you know, John's working on his laptop and is like opens up the fireplace while I'm like laying there. <laughs> it's like, it's just not the kind of environment that, and it's like, it's not even my house. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm literally on the floor sleeping. And I think that's like. On a cowhide rug. What's up? On a cowhide rug. <laughs> on a Don't cow- leave out the rug. Yeah. Which. Yeah, my eye was being weird after you made it clean your rug or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, 
It's just, yeah, it's just not the kind of space that you would ever expect to fall asleep. And it's like, I didn't come into it intending to take like, it was like a 20 minute nap. It's not like I was there for three hours, but it's like, oh, I got this gap between when we're supposed to record this podcast. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's an incredible representation of what my life feels like right now of just chaos, uncertainty. I don't, it's hard for me to figure out what God wants from me in this season. And so for me to be able to find the sense of peace, to be able to like fall asleep and feel genuinely rested. I think that's just what I really want from God right now. And it felt like that's kind of what he was giving me through this experience. So. It reminds me of Jesus sleeping during the storm. Yeah. Yeah. Just that it's like, how in the world could you have that sense of calm in the midst of those circumstances? And it's even encouraging too. It's like, cause yeah, I, I want to live overseas and I want to live in a difficult place. Mm-hmm. And so that's even one of the fears that I have is like, am I going to be able to find the kind of steadiness to be able to make it for the long haul in a difficult place? And so just being able to see that God can give me that sense of steadiness, peace, stillness, rest, regardless of the chaotic circumstances. It's like, I can find that in him regardless of my circumstances. So let me ask you this. Had you not done the prayer of examine, do you think you would have recognized this gift? Ab- absolutely not. I'm like, it's a nap. It's just a nap. It's like, and I'm thinking of all these, like, there's so many cool things I'll, I'll like have happened today that seem like they would be so much more significant. It's like the time in prayer with those guys this morning was really, really cool. I had a couple really cool conversations with guys that I walked away feeling really encouraged. And like this nap is like a 20 minute thing that was not a significant part of my day. And then it's like, that's the thing that God like drew my attention to, which is just weird. So what does that show you about our ability or an ability to recognize God's presence in our life. It's like on, on one side, it's really, really cool. And I'm, and I'm like blown away by God's ability to like draw me to that. At the same time, on the other side of it, part of me feels like, what is this? Like, is this some, some kind of weird, just like emotional manipulation thing that it's like, how, how, how is that? Does that make sense? It's like, this isn't the kind of thing that I grew up learning to do in the church. You know what I mean? Well, you were expecting to see God's presence in the prayer meeting. And you were expecting to see God's presence in the spiritual phone calls with the missionary (laughs) and with, you know, your other Christian friend, right? But do you expect God in a nap? I mean, I I didn't. (laughs) Maybe I do now, but yeah. I mean, it's like, and it's it's hard to, to, to deny just the sense of peace and the sense of like his presence. Like it's hard to describe it, but it's like, I mean, just the analogy is just freakishly perfect. Like it's like, I'm still freaked out right now. <laughs> like I'm like, how in the world? And like, you didn't plan, you didn't tell me to take him. Like you didn't plant this. You didn't tell me to take a nap on your rug. You know what I mean? Ben, it's 2.15. It's like, it's take like a, get, you, yeah, get your, get your nap in so we can talk about it for the podcast. It's like, that's <laughs> not what happened. It's like, I don't know. I'm honestly just still kind of shook. So what do you feel like this exercise, the prayer of examine, has the potential to do for people? If this were to be a daily practice in your life, for example, or even once a week, twice a week, what do you think it has the potential to do for people? Um, I'm going to think just an ability to, to recognize God's presence in the, in the smaller things. 
like again, like a nap. It's like, and I don't know if that was just this time, if that's what happened, if usually God draws attention to like the bigger things, but yeah. And I think it makes me want to pay attention to more to the times when, when I am feeling connected to God during the day and pay more attention to the times when I'm not feeling connected to God. So I feel like it would just make me like, obviously right now I'm aware of those things, but I feel like if I did this more regularly, I think it would carry on into my like daily life that I would pay more attention throughout the day. You become more observant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just more self-aware, more aware of God's presence. You know, I don't think it's just you. I got a message from a friend this morning. Yeah. And um, I had sent her this exercise a few weeks ago, and she texted, I just did the prayer of examine. Well, I started it and then wept for an hour, like ugly cried. Man. So I guess it was good. I mean, so it's not just you. And we're I mean, we're going to have to edit out the first five minutes if you try to talk to me because I'm, I'm like overcoming the emotion of like, yeah, like that that fireside thing, it hit me. It's like I just started crying. And it's like I'm – it's not what I walked in here expecting. True confessions? Yes. I also was crying, but before you started crying. Why? I think it's a big value of mine to be able to foster an environment where people feel safe and yeah. can have belonging. That's really important to me. And to hear you experience that and what has been what you call, you know, I've had some season of chaos. Hmm. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's been 13 months <laughs> of massive displacement and disruption to your life. Yeah. So I think hearing that our God loves you so much that he would gift you with that and gift me with that ability to give that to you in a way. In a season where I'm feeling like I'm not being used the way I want to be used and that I'm not being able to minister the way that I'm used to ministering yet. To <laughs> oh, oh, we're having a moment and then just Ben just snot cried. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but for man, me, thank it, God we got out of that. It blessed me. <laughs> it blessed me. I'm just like, man, God is awesome. This double whammy blessing of both of us, That's including great. the six I was trying to hold it together. I lost it. Just oh. <laughs> man, this is not what I thought I signed up for. My gracious. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. I love that. I mean, I think that clearly this prayer has an ability to draw. It just gives God the opportunity to speak into the things that are most needed. It's like, and I didn't know I needed that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think one way this exercise can impact people's relationship with God is that, you know, really it's just prayerfully reviewing your day and taking note of God's presence, right? It's so easy to go about our lives and really just miss him at work, but he's here and he's with us. Always in all things and in all situations and in all conversations. And it's just whether or not we notice it. Hmm. So I think this gives people the space to stop and take notice of what he's already doing. Hmm. Anyway, so yeah, guys, that's that's our explanation of the prayer of examine. That's me talking through my experience with it. You know, maybe it's just where I'm at in the season of life where I am. But um, it seems like it has a lot of potential to have a pretty profound impact. And so we we'll strongly encourage you guys, 
Yeah, just to create space and to, to try it out. I'm still laughing about the snot. <laughs> Is it still there? Oh my no, God. It was funny. Man, perfect. Anyways, we'll see you guys in the next episode.